Fuck. Are okay. you fucking kidding me? We're, Are you we're fucking finally getting me? back to the office? Is this still a podcast? I don't know. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> Are we still here? I think we're all just talking to the void at this point. Whenever we, <laughs> the mood you strikes, know, the moon is right. You know what the I mean? The moon was full. Uh, and uh whenever we come <laughs> so overwhelmed by our hyper fixations and all the yes. good content that is out there that we just have to put <laughs> we just have to record drowning, ourselves just drowning in content yeah dear listener um we know it's been a little while and we know that very much like divorced parents we keep making promises we can't keep uh but like divorced children we hope you'll keep on believing us and <laughs> and we love you and it's, just like... and <laughs> we love you and it's I not your my, fault i left my body uh, for a second that was, I... too, that was too close <laughs> too real oh no we're <laughs> Well, you know, we are known for our levity, so maybe I should tone it down a little bit, but oh you know, God, it, know right on the nose. life is hard. The nose. It uh, is. It's, it's not your fault. You can have two Christmases if you want. Um, that's entirely your prerogative. We support it, but, uh, but, that but is here to we are. Say, you know, <laughs> obviously we do this podcast as a little labor of love and fun for ourselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Both Angel and I juggle a lot of other things, so it's not easy. And with the amount of content that's out there in the world right now, it's not easy to digest it all. (laughs) I mean, and look, let us level with you, dear listener. Um, This podcast is just MJ and I hanging out. So realistically, there have been other episodes of this podcast. We just didn't record it because it's called Talking Amongst Friends. (laughs) (laughs) We've been having conversations without you. Um, again, it's not your fault. We still love you very much. But, uh, you know, world's crazy. Times is hard. Is. Uh, uh, but that is to say, we're going to change up the format here a little bit and kind of lean into some, I feel like, what we've already been doing, which is just talking about whatever we want in terms yeah. of these various fandom and, and things that we're enjoying and the moments that are like really uh getting us hyped or feeling some kind of yeah. way uh so kind of veering away from trying to be like oh this is like all our she-hulk episodes or this is we're, all we're done this, being a recap you know? podcast i can't i can't believe you would hold us to such high standards dear listener this is kind of your fault actually if you think about it the expectations the pressure (laughs) became too much and you know we collapsed under the weight of fame and uh moderate fortune by moderate fortune we just mean whatever we're paid in our jobs um or hustles so all this to say we're tapping into our chaotic good to keep giving you some goodness and some levity in your life and hopefully a couple chuckles here and there and you know hopefully some moments of like yeah i'm super stoked about that too uh because at the end of the day we're still going to be talking about a lot of the same stuff. Oh, yeah. It's just every episode's going to be more of a hodgepodge. We'll talk a little Star it's... Wars. We'll talk a little Marvel. We'll talk a little it's gonna bit be of fun. everything. It's a uh, little It's a little salad. You know? It's a salad of content and uh, 
it's nothing you can really do about it. Um, please keep listening. Please don't. I know I've been very mean at the start of this podcast, <laughs> dear listener, but we love you. We and uh... <laughs> and we want and you to keep coming back for our banter and our silliness. Just come uh, hang out. And just to, you know, vibe on all the things that you enjoy. All the nerdiness It's a big vibe. Uh, with that, let's get into some shit. Let's talk about some let's shit. Let's talk about it. There's like, again, uh, there's just so much Look, news. Le- let's just address <laughs> the elephant in the room. The world is different now. Uh, fucking our podcast, you know, called it. You're welcome, Warner Brothers, whoever oh God, was listening. Right? Uh, we fucking called it. We told you to give James Gunn the keys. You gave and James Gunn did. the keys. We would really appreciate some press kits uh, from the new DCEU uh, that we will accept. Everything beforehand will pretend never happened. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, we have made some claims on this podcast, some predictions, some hopes and dreams but when that shit was announced i lost my fucking mind yeah i was just like wow (laughs) it was just like i couldn't (laughs) i i was so stoked but at the same time i was like we really did we called it we we and you know what whoever ran it up the flagpole you're welcome we don't even want credit we know we did it so actually in a way we kind of saved the dceu if you think about it. I would like um, to think so. <laughs> you know what? I think we single-handedly saved them. So it was actually us and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who was not budging from his demands. He listens to the fans. Yeah. Uh, Henry Cavill, back as Superman. Thank you, Dwayne. Which is uh, huge. Makes an appearance in Black Adam, which I have still not seen because it's not yet available for streaming. Um... <laughs> And yeah, I just I just want to say like I want to start with DCEU because that is an exciting shift. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, Jason Momoa is that his name? Yep. Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jason Momoa made this really cute recording of himself losing his fucking mind a couple of days ago, where he was just like, "This needs to be documented. My dream project is going to be happening with DCEU," and then he chef kissed uh, and went maestro. Mwah! maestro and i think he's talking about james gunn and i sure. think we're in for a fucking treat everybody like yeah, no i think it's i think there's going to be a lot of good shifts for the dcu as a whole um yeah. and it's a good time to be stoked for it uh also uh james gunn is going to be heading up this new uh dc studios along with peter saffron who's another right that's the other producer. guy um not obviously not as people obviously have been skewing more to the james gunn of this but uh obviously who is the other guy even (laughs) what is he a spice uh actually worked on some of the conjuring universe films uh did produce aquaman and shazam and a few others uh for dc so and and is is also responsible for saffron rice which you may have ordered at your local (laughs) indian bistro um thank you saffron not true but i'm going to write it into the wikipedia this podcast is sponsored by saffron and james um oh oh, saffron and gun not james anyway uh it's big it's exciting and speaking and i actually can 
we really quick i do uh since no. we were just mentioning the fact that <laughs> we have we have the big you know henry obviously we haven't seen black adam but we know the big reveal it's out there yeah he does come back as, as superman uh black adam, but, we need to talk but with this you know big development there's also been a shake-up with the witcher for mm. netflix right uh we now know that henry's no longer going to play Geralt after season three and is going to be replaced by liam hensworth uh one of the hemsworth brothers and that's been wild uh obviously people have been thinking you know it has to do with superman um but i i do also think it has to do with some stuff that's been coming out about the writers for the show uh, particularly the mm-hmm. writers of the show not caring too much about the source material like the, the books or the games. Oh, it's the, based the, on a book? Yeah, it's it's based on a novel series by a Polish uh, author. Fantasy oh, author. I had no fucking clue. I yeah. thought it was based on that. It was a video game, right? Yep. Uh, it, CG Project yeah. Red turned it into like the really hyped game series, and it was The Witcher Three that like really kicked off the got it boom in popularity recently. So now there's been like comics, you know, uh, obviously the Netflix series, but there's going to be spinoffs, and, animated and really series. quick. Speaking of Netflix, uh, the Sandman got picked up for season it did. two. Did I'm pretty stoked. Very exciting. I was very I was exciting. Very happy to see that. I um, that was like such wonderful news after uh, <laughs> i was worried because like there's all the talk about it being a, you know obviously expensive show to produce right. right uh you know worried about the ratings and stuff like that um well you yeah. know what if they have money to produce two more seasons of that fucking serial killer show monster or whatever the fuck they they need to have money for like actual content you know? Oh my god, or if they um, do a, a, a freaking upteenth Jeffrey Dahmer bio yeah. series. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. <laughs> oh, sure. that, okay. That's the one. I think, I'm not sure. I think, actually, no. Yes, it is. Monster Jeffrey Dahmer. Called... It got. Oh, it's just called. <coughs> Dahmer, I think. It's not even called oh. Monster. No, I think it's got. You know what? Let's argue about this for 30 minutes. We'll let the listener decide um, <laughs> who's right. Uh, Sound off. So, <laughs> so uh, for now, we'll agree to disagree on Monster Dahmer. Um, but I, I think big, I think Monster might be somewhere in the title, but it's like a, I don't know. It's like an annoying title. It, yeah. The well, one. A- allegedly, it won't be focused on Dahmer anymore. It'll be like other monstrous figures from history. Which I'm just like Columbus. Uh, <laughs> though I know they would never, you know. Um, but oh. yeah, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Oh, back. I didn't see this. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I know stuff. Oh, you're I, right. All right, all right. I am all a reliable. Right. I, stand corrected. I stand corrected. You know what? If I just it's, paid it's eight dollars. Hold on. It's it's monster the Jeffrey Dahmer story, and you're right. Okay. They're they're doing it now as a whole series thing where it'll be monster, you know, colon right. whatever the hell. Yeah. They want to talk about. I'm just saying. Give me Christopher Columbus. want to get into it uh sorry oh (laughs) you know what hold on let me take us back to dc to what no i'm waiting no no no, please take us back to dc because i was about to take me back to dc real quick (laughs) my understanding right now (laughs) is that the big team up is going to be a justice league 2 movie where it's justice league versus black adam 
And let me just say, fuck yes, give it to me. I want it all. I don't even like the DCEU, as you may have guessed, dear listener, after these, what is it, 19 episodes that we've had? Um, But you know what? That Snyder miniseries of the Justice League? I'm all in for that shit. That's great. That's wonderful. Oh, yeah. Um, Honestly, I think we're about to get... uh just with having James Gunn and Saffron at the helm, mm-hmm. we will definitely get a an up in quality. Like things will be more in line with uh, what they did with like the Suicide Squad. Yeah, recently. which let's right. let's just go ahead and call it. That's a great bar to set. Excellent that is a great set. bar to set. You know, and that's kind of the energy that I'm looking for moving forward. Uh, Peacemaker, the series. Yeah. You know, as well on that level. Um, though that was a little too much testosterone for me. That was like a little bit too yeah. Bud Light and heavy metal. But um, so all this, to say, I still I enjoyed am, it. I am feeling optimistic with that intersecting with like. I, I think it's great that The Rock has come in as Black Adam, and there's been like a lot of hype around it. But obviously, the reviews have been mixed. How dare Most... you? <laughs> how how fucking dare you? <laughs> Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, said, friend of the podcast. <laughs> but that being said, I think now that they're about to fall under some more cohesive direction, that's only going to improve it. Because I, I don't, I, I will say yeah. that from what the audience reactions have been, is obviously it's a fun movie. Right? I was about to There's say, look, the like... the critic reactions were thirty nine percent. Let's get it out of the way. Thirty trash, very bad, literally a rotten tomato. The audience reactions. 90 percent yeah it's dumb fun i i love dumb fun that's great but obviously we want we like a little you know something to munch on too right can't all be (laughs) i I mean take one of Dwayne's biceps are you kidding me there's a lot to munch on (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) that is fair that's the also just just want to throw it out there further down the pipe we may even just see a dc versus marvel project at some point james gunn did mention being interested in doing that at some point this was before he had announced he was being given the keys along with uh saffron mcgee but uh yeah it's it's exciting times i think all around uh kevin feige was the first person that james gunn called after yeah the news that he was going to take over the DC studios, which how beautiful is that? Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I, I read somewhere that what actually happened is, um, James Gunn took that call on speakerphone and, and once they ended, Kevin took the sock out of James's mouth and, uh, unloaded <laughs> the clip <laughs> next to his head and said, don't you fucking forget. And um, and it was a beautiful moment. I'm I'm pretty sure. A very tender moment. Two close friends, one letting the other go from certain doom. Uh, yeah, no, you know, Kevin was just like finish the holiday special. Um, (laughs) which I gotta give it to Kevin. Heart of gold, you know. Just like <laughs> we're gonna do a crossover. 
We're doing a crossover <laughs> my way. <laughs> my name comes first. Um, How do you and act- the Sony contract? Wow. <laughs> wow. That is still a mystery, honestly. And, you know, uh, I also just want to quickly touch on, speaking of Kevin, and speaking of hearts, Ironheart making an appearance in Wakanda Forever, which premieres this week god knows when we're gonna get this episode up dear listener we're, we're we might actually get this episode up before our halloween special you may have noticed oh no it's, it's up already. november now oh what yeah i put it up wow you didn't tell me i can't believe dear listener you're witnessing the fall of <laughs> of are you fucking kidding me <laughs> damn i didn't even know okay here i am talking like we didn't have spooky season you all know what happened with werewolf by night anyway ironheart riri namor everyone's looking amazing in all these clips that we're getting and uh Too as many i pulled clips in, i will say that it's just like relax like let it, like you, I, I'm gonna go see the movie. Like I just <laughs> let me, but let let me counter you here on the too many clips point. I think that the overall um, too many clips, too many clips, too no. Uh, but I I do think that you know there was a lot of lacking marketing. There was a lot to be desired in terms of the marketing for Wakanda Forever. Like. I almost feel like we have gotten more marketing for Ant-Man Quantumania. Um, And it's further out. Like, I just feel like there's more hype. There's more, like, stills. There's more... The trailer is coming out further away, whereas, like, Wakanda Forever trailer we got, like, a couple of months ago. These, like, things have been coming out bit by bit. There hasn't been a big marketing campaign for it the way that I would hope. Uh, a, a property like this I, would get treated. Okay. But I, I wouldn't say it's all too different from Love and Thunder. Because Love and Thunder's first trailer I, only came out like a month and a half. You know what? You're right. You're and right. They and they did a similar thing. Because like, I, I, since they did that first trailer for Black Panther, there's yeah. been like a little something, or at least from what I've seen, there's at least been some sort of like update trailer with a slight bit of footage you know new footage or whatever and within the past two and a half weeks there's been all of these like clip trailers right and i feel like that's at the end of the day i feel like it's going to keep feeling like that like that only because there's going to be so many marvel movies coming out i just feel like you You don't put ryan coogler in the corner and no, I would have no. liked to see uh, a more extensive marketing campaign. Um, look, this is also me not going on Twitter as much, <laughs> right? Like this could also just be me not actually engaging with social media enough to see what the marketing campaigns have been. But it does just feel like there was something to be desired about the rollout. And um, yeah, I don't know. Whereas like when Black Panther 1 came out, shit was wild the the marketing campaign was strong sure we had kendrick you know mind you we do now have the return of rihanna thanks to black panther thank you ryan coogler um but yeah i just i've been left wanting more um but also as i told you before we started recording this podcast i've spoiled the living shit out of this movie for myself because i'm impatient um i won't be i won't be saying anything here 
but uh get ready to cry bitches um it's gonna be a real special movie yeah very emotional um also namor's dope as hell and we have namor's strength confirmed he's at least as strong as thor and can be as strong as the hulk if he's near enough water yeah isn't it crazy pretty sick but it's also accurate right like he doesn't he doesn't talk to fish the way aquaman does he's just like in the water he just happens to be from the water um (laughs) that's just how (laughs) that's just how he is you know it's not he never learned to talk to fish he he doesn't have time for that um but I'm excited for it. Um, there are screenings on my birthday, which we're recording the day after my birthday. <laughs> or the day before. The day before. I'm, oh God, I'm, in, I'm in too much of a hurry to get out of here uh, from, from birthday town. Um, but, yeah, exciting time. We finally have an Ant-Man and, and Wasp Quantumania trailer. Which is bananas. Oh, which is bananas. Sorry, give me one. Absolutely. <laughs> so literally, I took a sip of water and oh, no. it, was, it was one of those things where I, I drank it too quick. It went down the wrong pipe, but then it like, yep. all, like it went oh, yeah. kind of up into my nose. I've been there. Oh, man. Are you okay? Whew. No, I'm okay. Are you going to uh, make it? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think that was a, a quick a Namor attack. That also came at the exact moment that my laundry alarm went off and there was a duck so i am not going to be edit editing out that duck because it's probably too difficult but i didn't hear anything serendipitous timing um but it's god's plan uh yeah we did get that freaking quantum manium trailer which is super hype i I will say like phase five looks dark (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it it does. Kang looks incredible, super imposing. The costume is yes. so on point. Jonathan Majors is looking incredible. And also, have you seen that Creed 3 trailer? Oh my god, yeah. Because, honest to god, it's just like, I'm so sorry, Avengers, you're not, I'm not rooting for you. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm team Kang. Uh, oh yeah. Oh my that god, trailer. it's just <sighs> I He's powerhouse. So, he's having a he's moment. Insanely right ripped, right? Like it Yep. I it doesn't even make sense. Like I'm genuinely just like You Avengers are dead. Like of course he killed you all a bunch of times. Like Yeah. Y'all Kang came to conquer, you know? Seriously. Um, yeah, it's it's very exciting. Uh to, to just think about the trajectory and the future of this Phase 5 and Phase 6 as it gets fleshed out now, right? Because when we had the D23 announcements, there were still some gray areas about what was happening. And now we know Deadpool 3, fucking Hugh Jackman as Wolverine returning mm-hmm. by some miracle. Like, who knows? And we've um, also got a little bit of news too with the whole uh owen oh, wilson yes. potentially showing up as owen Morbius wilson with the tva not potentially officially signed on for the movie is said to have a big role in the movie and if owen wilson is there the tva is there i wonder if loki will be there um and the very presence of the tva is just wild to me because it's just like so is this going to be 
a road trip through timelines to get to the MCU for Deadpool. Um, And also, you know, Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine means, hello, Secret Wars. We will absolutely see you. There's rumors of Robert Downey Jr. being pulled in for Secret Wars. Um, And also, speaking of some breaking news, Tom Holland allegedly just signed his contract today. And is signed on for three more Sony films and three more MCU films and is supposed to appear in Born Again. Yeah, because so. they're building up to a big like street-level hero mm-hmm. crossover in Spider-Man or the next Spider-Man one. Spider-Man 4 is supposed to have Daredevil in it. And I really hope they're fighting Wilson Fisk. Like, holy shit, would that be amazing. Um, I just, yeah, I'm stunned by just how much news and and plot, like, I just, I can't even keep up. I'm drowning here. Seriously. Like, but I have to say, I've been a little out of the, you know, MC, not, not completely. Like, I've definitely been, you know, keeping a bit of an ear to different yeah. leaks or, like, certain, certain rumors that have been popping up. But I definitely have been shifting my focus to the galaxy far, far away. Uh, I, have, I have been eating up this Andor series right now. It. I'm so behind. Oh, my God. It's... Angel, it is just, like, spectacular. Look, let me say... I'll say this, MJ. Um, episode 3 made me cry. And episode three was one of the most beautiful, just like pieces of work that I've ever seen. Acting, visually, better. cinematically. No, and that's what I've heard. And um and I do need to catch up on that, but I will say that first run of three episodes was enough for me to be like, this might be my favorite Star Wars project. Yes. Period. It's like, just like it's, it uh it's to it's see like the each, rebellion. Okay. To see the rebellion grow, to see on that level, yeah, uh, it taken so far removed from the like chosen one figures of like the Skywalker family, yeah, and well, and and the and evils the of Jedi, middle management, Sith. Yeah. yeah, and just like how complicit other people are throughout the galaxy, the way the Empire truly operated in some of these, you know, different capacities. Like, yes, you've seen it in bits and pieces with some of the animated series stuff like the clone wars but again it was always sort of wrapped up in these arcs about the superpowered wizards you know what i mean but here you have the people right like how yeah how are they going to come together and actually do you know something right like uh little people such big big risk (laughs) right you know and I, what I've also enjoyed is that it feels like with this series, there are these arcs, the, these different, like, three-episode, you know, uh, chunks that they're doing here. And in each mm. one, you get a bit more of the universe in terms of, like, you know, the first three having to do a lot with Ferrix, right? So there's yeah. a little bit of coming back to Ferrix, but as the episodes go on, they go on to focus on other, you know, planets or areas that... Andor is uh, currently inhabiting, and then obviously you're getting the bits of the Coruscant, right? With Mon Mothra and Luthan and all that. 
Um, but it's just so cool cause, because as you're in each of these like arcs and each of these particular planets or settings, you're like really getting a full feeling for mm. this planet, the people that are on it, the different characters, you know, the way they layer all of the well, build up and tension and how stuff is affecting these particular people in the galaxy. And I love right? that it also emphasizes the fact that the universe doesn't revolve around any one person or yes. lineage or narrative even, right? And there are all of these other pla- like uh like the fucking planet that Andor's from, right? Like mm-hmm. insane to me when I realized that they had never seen a spaceship as it crashed. That's when I it hit me where I was like, oh, the universe is so much bigger than Star Wars ever let us even consider or think yes. about. And that moment for me. And then when it's just like, oh, of course, your planet is also being mined out of its mind for fucking natural resources and things. And like, like it just. Yeah, it's smart. It's smart. Uh, and just from that very first episode, right? Like, homie goes to a brothel and he's like, hey, I am not trying to fuck. Actually, trying to find my sister. Uh, <laughs> and just immediately the stakes are different. Uh, the tone is different. And, the world is different. Uh, and the freaking writing. So I want to give it up to Tony Gilroy, who is the yes. main writer and creator for the series, but he's also the original born trilogy uh he wrote co-wrote rogue one which this is leading up into uh and he also right. wrote and directed michael clayton uh so you there's just a level of like Mwah! just <laughs> yes <laughs> the absolute dialogue it, it, it's just oh my god the freaking, it's brilliant okay okay to go to episode three again which like it kind of continues this trend where there's two episodes of build up to the next mm-hmm. bit of like, whoo, breaking point of tension. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right? So, yeah. uh, episode three is very much that, but that scene between Luthen and Andor where, you know, Luthen's trying to, uh, learn a little bit more about how Andor went about getting this, uh, Imperial comm device or nav device or whatever. Right. And then Andor is having that moment of like, you just walk in like you own them. They don't care, you know. Yeah, they're, they're so fat and satisfied, right? They don't think someone like me will get into their house, right? You know where they're the fat and s- yeah, yeah. Oh, so and, oh. oh my god. And okay, again to speak to just the freaking layering here and the writing. There's uh, there's just one moment that you'll see with like. Uh, a lieutenant in one of the upcoming episodes where mm. he can't put his belt on. His mm. belt is too... It's his fucking waistline. He can't fit the belt. Wow. And... Wow. It, 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 like that little thing, that little tiny detail yeah. where I was like so fat and satisfied. I was... <laughs> wow. It, that's so that's special. That's how good this freaking show is. Like that yeah. is the... The attention to detail and just freaking showing but not telling and being able mm. to like give you so making you care about characters in so little time. Yeah. You know, because there's uh, so many factions of characters that Andor like bops between here, you know, and it's great. 
It's just it, you're gonna die. <laughs> I'm I'm very excited. I'm very excited to continue the journey. Um, because yeah, those first three episodes were just an absolute knockout. Where it was also just like okay. This is a different corner of the universe. And also, it's like the universe is so much bigger than Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, fuck a Skywalker. Everything is everything is after Skywalker. Beyond the scope of Skywalker. Yeah. So so there's, uh, there's three episodes left now. And then they're already working on the next season, which will be yeah. the last one. Because it's leading into Rogue One from there. Which is a super bummer, but, but also, also I like, so much I like story a story to tell. that knows where it's going. Yeah. You know, I, I'm totally down for that. There are shows that it's just like, all right, you're just taking this too long. And I mean, all good things end. It's true. All good things have an ending, so way to but go, yeah, Andor. I'm, I'm so, so hyped to see how this closes out and it did this is easily my honestly in general this might be my favorite show of the year this is like the surprise hit and i i'm only stressing this because i i want more people to watch it i don't think as many people have been Mm. gravitating towards it i do think it's like for whatever reason that i think that's slow burn you want to talk about like criminally under marketing (laughs) well actually i will say this has also been another one where it's like I didn't see as much. I feel even more undermarketed than that in terms of Star Wars is Tales of the Jedi. Yeah, which is oh, I out. That. I I haven't watched it. Um, but it was announced at D twenty three, and for whatever reason, I thought it was like far out in the future that it would be coming right. out. And it literally like came out like two weeks ago or something like that. Um, and I haven't heard anything about it except for there is a Yoda like character who doesn't speak like Yoda and people were like, what the fuck? Um, and then someone from Star Wars was like, Yoda only talks like that because of Yoda's master. So wait, there, there is another, uh, in the prequel trilogy, there is another Yoda like Jedi master on the council i forget her name i'm also I think forgetting her. her name but was that who it was probably um but yeah like i haven't seen anything about that uh and i feel like they should be doing more but you know uh, who do i know i'm not a mouse uh yodely yes the other, that's the um, one it literally, it literally looks like Yoda with a, a brunette wig. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> brunette with a braid. Wig. Yoda with a braid. Um, oh, uh, you know, you know what though? While we're in Star Wars Town right now, uh, Ashoka has been described as like a samurai series. Yes, I'm so in. What? Yeah, she's like a Ronin, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. Ooh. Her whole arc in Clone Wars is, uh, like, it's beautiful. It's amazing. You know what I, mean, I need? Easily, actually, some. <laughs> I need somebody to make a syllabus of like key episodes of Clone Wars to oh, watch. I could do that. Okay, uh, give me totally the key because there's uh, it's it's overwhelming. It is a lot. No, it's totally a lot. Also, I would just recommend like there's great videos on YouTube that are just recaps of seasons. 
you know see i started the plot points i started one of those about when they go into like that dimension Mm -hmm. and then all it all it did to me was make me want to watch more of it but i couldn't and i kept starting episodes but i was like (laughs) when do we get to the fucking dimension like what is the so what's the deal there's like there's such an incredible turning point for ahsoka tano in the fifth season of clone wars um because basically she leaves the jedi order she becomes disillusioned by Mm. it you know and just doesn't believe in it anymore as you do um because she gets framed for something that she didn't do and the order just doesn't you know come to her side and at at all and is like ready to you know judge her for something she didn't do and then she goes out of her way to find the real culprit and then when they're like oh shit we're so sorry ahsoka like please forgive us and she's like okay but also i don't want to chill i'm not good with this anymore you know (laughs) also get fucked jedi council uh but it's also kind of one of the reasons she's freaking survives Order sixty six, right? Because she because she's not there. Yeah, she's not. She, she dipped. She right. dips out, but she still has a big part to play in uh, the latter seasons of Clone Wars, and in particular, what happens with Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but basically, after that split, she wait, just did goes... Mandalore come up in Clone Wars? Yeah. Especially during Wait, the last season. Wait, for real? Season. Yeah. That's where you got oh. the introductions of, like, Bo-Katan and some of those characters. And Bo-Katan comes back in Rebels as well. Bo-Katan but, has uh, appeared before. Yeah. Okay. Outside of the Mandalorian. I feel like you've told me this before, but I didn't know that. And I also did not realize that Mandalore itself had been referenced to in the Clone Wars series. Yep. So, uh, it's, it's wild because, uh, Basically, what happens is is fucking Darth Maul gets control of Mandalore. He gets the dark saber. The fuck? He actually. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into all of it, but that's the premise, right? And that's a big part of the last season of Clone Wars. And honestly, one of the best lightsaber fights ever depicted is between Ahsoka and Darth Maul uh, during that freaking season when she's trying to help the Mandalorians what? and like Bo-Katan. Uh, freaking wrestle control of the planet from maul yeah i'm trying to Um, watch see that's what i need not the like season of build-up for a two minute that's you know what dear listener maybe we'll share this clone war syllabus with you somehow as well um i'm excited there's also some confusion because there's actually uh because there's the movie and then it goes into the show but then with like the show there's actually some weird chronological ordering stuff Mm. uh i can show you what the actual there's like lists already of what the full chronological order of the episodes actually is got it's not (laughs) because it's not that's Uh, i mean that explains it right there it can't just be simple star wars isn't star wars lore is not simple but more or less like watching it season one straight you're not actually getting the correct chronological order of events okay there are some um, things that happen in the latter season that are actually congruent to things that happen in season one i see i'm already like <laughs> i'm super into it um uh yeah and also 
aren't we getting like even more Star Wars content in the new year? I don't really want to talk about the fact uh, that the new year is upon us, basically. It really but is upon us. Uh, isn't Mandalorian coming back? No, Mandalorian's next year. Next year, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't think there's anything big Star Wars related. There is, however, and we did get the first reveal for it. Uh, <laughs> at the the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special that yes. <laughs> James the is forced to complete. Kidnap Kevin Bacon. It's a metaphor uh, for James Gunn's it is. <laughs> feelings right now. <laughs> well, it's a metaphor for how James Gunn came to DC. <laughs> oh my god it's just it looks a lot of fun i well and i also love that it is embracing this form of the like special presentation right like it's it's um it's a nice change of pace for marvel to not have a super interconnected secret plan triple nerd like it's just it's nice to be able to like just tune in to one thing yeah and be like wow that was good and speaking of the special television presentations allegedly a certain my wife is oh my in line i did it yeah <laughs> i did it hi I, it's a borat voice you know what it is um but my wife is in <laughs> in I can't believe I'm saying this on on the podcast in a serious uh-huh. way, but um, Mephisto confirmed. Yeah, legitimately, actually, it's not a joke. Uh, we've been saying this for years since uh, Wandavision, but Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, I think we we might have talked about it a little bit on the Halloweeny World by Night. Did we? Episode. Uh, I well, think we did. I can't remember per se. I'm but he's gonna get his own he's uh, gonna get his own yeah, television no, special he, he, i that we didn't really talk about which yeah i bless was you hearing about that uh i think it's great i i'm gonna chew up every one of these special presentations i i agree I, yeah honestly again i think it's just more and more getting in line with how a lot of comic narrative writing works anyway like these special Mm. presentations are just Mm -hmm. one shots right so in comics you have these one shots where it's just like a quick like yep here's a little story with this one particular character one issue done yeah you know and then you have your regular character series the limited series now what they're doing with the disney plus shows Mm -hmm. which i do think it'd be good to do i don't think every character needs to have a big I mean, series, right? I think I think it would be good for them to just confirm Moon Knight season two, so that I can get on with my life. <laughs> you know, I would just appreciate sure. it. Um, also, uh, oh shit, I totally forgot what I was gonna say. Thank you, Ozzy. That is a very good point. Um, that just video. Everyone that Oscar Isaac was in Cairo. Yeah, well, that that <laughs> video that you sent me though of Pedro Pascal talking about oh yeah, daddy being a state of mind. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Uh, for reference, it was an interview was... that Pedro Pascal was doing, and they brought up a picture of Oscar Isaac, 
and asking Pedro if he felt that this was a, uh, what a definition of a daddy or if, or no 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 sorry the question was uh, do you think Oscar is more of a daddy than you are than you yeah and Pedro was like well he's literally a daddy um, but daddy is a state of mind yeah I'm daddy <laughs> and this is the way uh <laughs> <laughs> this is the way at the end of that video this like, is the I'm way daddy and i'm like yeah yeah that's fair yeah you're not wrong pedro um <laughs> and speaking of we're gonna get a whole lot more pedro from under the helmet in uh what is it the last of us or something yeah the last of us it's coming yeah in mm-hmm. very excited about that i never played the game myself but i did really solid game stumble stumbled upon a video of it there were like drafts and shit like in a ruined se- it was pretty cool and yeah, that was it yeah it's a pretty cool scene uh but yeah it's a, it's a really solid game really interesting take on the whole uh like zombie end of the world it is scenario. zombies it, it they're is, like zombies but... taken over by like plants so it's a fungus it's a fu- oh like it's... that actual fungus that takes over yes. Insects. basically like that yeah except it cool. does work on humans and larger animals oh. uh unfortunately it doesn't work on aussie does aussie not work on the Aussie. powerful our executive producer just had to check in on us for our triumphant return no i can't uh, I just gave him to too the much pod nip. he's hype off the nip look sometimes you gotta get nipped you, gotta you get know loud you gotta <laughs> get that loud on the nip <laughs> and make before it happen you, before you get on the podcast it's talking. the only way it, how else this, are you gonna record a podcast this, this is, is the way, way. <laughs> um are you fucking kidding me brought to you by disney plus enter promo code fuck i like <laughs> just, going, just going right for the disney <laughs> i just want to show them how good we can be mj <laughs> <laughs> Mom and Dad like, so good. Come, come so on. Good. <laughs> Monetize this friendship for us, uh, would you? Disney's like, I wouldn't touch this with a 10 foot <laughs> Kevin has written us down on the bad list. We're on we're on Kevin's naughty list. We we don't get No, we don't. We do don't not pass go, money. do not collect two hundred dollars. Um but we will be enjoying the holiday special when yes. it comes out. Uh, unfortunately, Kevin Bacon will not. I love this introduction to the MCU for him. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. There were no more characters for Kevin to play. But Kevin himself. Kevin himself. Um, but outside of that what else have i been really diving into recently i can't believe she hulk is already over she hulk was so good it was so good i love jen i don't think people appreciated it (laughs) yeah i'll say that we never really did a finale uh wrap up i did have um i liked the finale but i did think it was a little all over the place or I, I, I wish it was just longer. I think that was my only thing. Yeah. With it. No, it, it should have uh, been an extra long episode. Jumping out of the Disney Plus screen was dope. Um, 
It's a little yeah. long to get to Kevin, but once we were there, I appreciated everything. Yeah, and I think overall it it landed pretty well, but I wonder if it is something that we would actually get a season mm. two for because of how, like... I hope so. I don't know. I it feels like She-Hulk was doing a lot of work to build out the universe in unexpected ways, like addressing the, shall we say, like everyday lives of like other MCU people. Like what's on the news? What's on the gossip shows? And like, how does this all work? And, uh, you know, lesser characters and no, just absolutely. putting out. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Like, I, not to the same degree as like when The Last Jedi came out. Mm-hmm. But there's just I don't know. I mean, you've seen it too. There's backlash. Like, yeah, yeah, lots of different. Fan there's a lot of back. That are... It's weird though. I I don't fully get it because I just I um I mean not to brag or anything, but I have for jobs taken like bias training. So to to approach this from a purely impartial standpoint. It's a good ass show. What the fuck is your problem if you don't like it? Like I don't I don't really get it. It's just it's fun and it's fun in a way that the MCU has not done before. Like it was genuinely a comedy. Um Wongers forever. Give me Madison and Wong. I want yeah. ten seasons. I want like it just it was just I don't know. I because I saw the you know, I saw the responses to it and I get it, but I also like didn't get some of it. Like People were just like, oh, uh, Jen is, like, belittling Bruce's trauma. Well, Bruce's dad literally killed his mom in front of him. And it's just like, hey, bro, super quick check-in. You know this is all made up, right? Like, this is all fictional. (laughs) Bruce did not have anyone killed in front of him. This is not an experience that actually happened, whereas... Uh, Jennifer Walters is talking about the actual day-to-day lived experience of women who uh, constantly are embodying, like, you know, restraint, anger, uh, and, 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 and emotion, you know? And it's just, like, for, for them to be like, well, Bruce had trauma. It's like, well, Bruce isn't real. That's Mark Ruffalo. He lives a great life. I promise <laughs> you, he's not traumatized, <laughs> you know? Like... <laughs> Um, and, and, and that's kind of just like the baseline that I had for the response to all of the, well, I don't think it, okay. But that's the thing is like, I don't think it, it didn't ignore Bruce's trauma at all. It just gave Bruce more context to the fact that like, oh, you're already living through a lot of shit. Yeah. Like that's why this is so easy. Like with the whole frustration of how easy certain things were coming to Jen, right. At the beginning of the series during the whole Hulk training. Right. Um, but yeah, that's just because there is, <laughs> it's a very different for women, you know, it's exactly. a very different lived experience. Right. And yeah, it was just very apparent that a lot, there's a lot more Todd's out there. It's just, you know, the thing about it is just like misogyny is just so weird as a thing. And, and to project so far out in that way, especially is just like, Y'all should, like, go for a walk and, and, like, maybe, like, I don't know, like, consider not being stupid. (laughs) (laughs) 
and in that vein too, there's just also been a lot of like uh, now that we have Wakanda Forever coming out, I've been seeing little uh, like YouTube videos and stuff where it's like, oh, Wakanda Forever is gonna save the MCU, you yeah. know, because it's like a, a real movie. And... Well, and it's also gonna bring the race war, but, oh. but not not between who you think. <laughs> oh, is it now? I just, I mean, you know, I have seen some things about this, and I also, I joked about it early on in this podcast when we, like, confirmed Namor and everything, and I was just like, this feels like a ploy at at pitting the Black and Latinx communities against each other so that we don't rise up against white supremacy, but... Am I kidding? (laughs) (laughs) Like, is this... CIA... Kind of feels like it a little bit, you know? Like, it's a little, like, hey, you guys have been a little too unified. If you could just go back to fighting each other, we'd really appreciate it. We're working on Secret Wars. You'll love it. You'll love it. Secret Wars. Don't look at the vibranium that we are taking. Please ignore the undertones of... (laughs) Your oil and resources. (laughs) We, We are not doing this in the real world. Of course, um, yeah, it's suspicious, but uh, but yeah, the idea of like you know Wakanda Forever will save the MCU. It's like the MCU's been doing fucking great this year, um, which I, I it's do been... understand like that. There's been uh, in terms of some of the the writing, like some forced jokes here and there. Like I do agree, yeah. like Love and Thunder could have been a little more serious. Right. Love and like, Thunder sped through one of the most intense storylines yes. of the Mighty Thor in a way that felt like kind of a disservice to yes. to Jane and her whole arc. But I do think that we are going to get more of Jane. We're going to get more of Thor. The Mighty Thor will return in some way, shape or form, I think. Um, that's what that post credit yeah. scene was alluding to. But I agree with you. It's like it, there was definitely like I I felt robbed of a particular experience with that. We're like, don't get me wrong. I still cried when, you know, she like called the hammer to herself the last time. Right. And it was we all knew what was coming. But like that that comic run was beautiful. And oh, yeah, there were all these flashbacks about her mother. And like I just it it felt so rushed in a way that like was a disservice to the character and um, to gore i think gore as well and also movie. and also to cancer let's give it up yeah. for cancer everybody the real <laughs> you know but uh, with that being said there's there was just a lot of talk and a lot of these like criticism pieces about you know the mcu being able to be serious again yeah or not too ham-fisted with humor which like I don't, for the most part, I feel like this whole freaking phase four has been grief city, baby. Like yeah. grief and trauma city. It's like, trauma yes, town. A little, a little bit of Marvel humor uh, here and there. Like, yeah, there was a little bit in Multiverse of Madness to an extent, but mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness was like. <laughs> yeah, the the extent freaking... of the of the comedy in Multiverse of Madness was what's his face punching himself with the pizza balls. Yeah. Like, that was the most... And that, okay, fine, I'll give you the... And, I'll, you know, I have my own beef with Multiverse of Madness, the 
the zombie cut scares and whatnot, the very Raimi. It was Raimi, you know, but um, overall, it's been a bummer of a time. Like, it has been. It's been a bummer of a time, but Freaking. it's also, it's been a rich time. Like, shit's been so good, popping off so much, that we started a podcast. It's true. Like, we this literally... This is episode 20. <gasps> is it our 20th? It is. it is our 20th. Wow. Well, you know what? It makes sense that we've switched up the the form, the thing, and, you know, moving forward, you can expect more of the same, more of this freewheeling, hodgepodge, uh, touching on all things nerdy conversation. Um, and with that, I'm going to uh, say a line that is not mine, and we've been running our mouths here for quite some time. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, my dearest MJ... Out of everything that we talked about, and maybe even things we didn't talk about, what is your current are you fucking kidding me moment or moments? Like, what is making you go, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, so this is hard because there's, since you're not caught up on Andor, there's stuff I can't talk about. (laughs) You know what? Say it. Say it. I'll take my headphones off. You can say it. I won't hear you. Oh my god. Give me a signal. Give me a signal when you're okay, ready. I okay, can't okay. hear anything. So for muting you. new listeners at home that might have already been caught up on Andor, my are you fucking kidding me moment from that show from this current episode <laughs> was Luthen's frickin' monologue towards the end when he's talking to the uh yeah, ISB I can't hear anything. mole. Okay. And he's given this speech about what he has to sacrifice, and it's just so, oh, like it's just so. There's a lot of pantomiming going on. Stellar. Again, the writing for the show is amazing, but that's one of my biggest "Are you fucking kidding me?" moments of the week so far. Okay. Is this the signal? Okay, this is the signal. Wow, this kind of felt like the uh, the Deadpool and Wolverine video where they're like, we're going to answer all your questions. Yeah. And, and then the like, sound right. goes out. <laughs> and I just, I witnessed the are you fucking kidding me of it all, but have no idea what it was. This is exciting. I'll find out when I listen to the episode. So, um, so that was my and or are you fucking kidding me? And then I think think uh in terms of just like i i mean obviously the james gunn reveal mm-hmm. like I, like that was just like are you fucking yeah. kidding? come on now <laughs> that was such a good day that was such a good feeling to be like yeah of course you you did the right move oh, um yeah. and i think other than that probably the quantum mania trailer like Ooh. that drop was just that was it was good it was a good first reveal and it's got definitely got me hyped for what's to come in phase five but what about you angel what you what you got i mean obviously the are you fucking kidding me moment of my life is uh correctly predicting the future of the dceu on this podcast and also we like called it with a timestamp. You can go back and see that that episode was recorded before anything was finalized, so... It's true. I think there's a direct correlation to be drawn there. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Yeah, so definitely... I mean, that also, just in general, is just super exciting because it's like... Look, 
I'm a Marvel person, sure, but DC is great and has some really amazing stories to tell and some very wonderful characters that mean a lot to a lot of people and they deserve to also experience the fucking highs and lows and joys and not so joys of like an MCU fan, you know, because shit's been wild. And like, how cool would that be if they were like Crisis on Infinite Earths or the Batman who laughs? The Batman Who Laughs was one of the crazy... And that's the other thing is, like, DC also has this, like, horror side universe type deal, darker storylines that I think could be explored in very interesting and entertaining ways. So just all around excited for DC to, like, get this, you know... um, I feel like DC is Jonathan... Or John Statham? Is that his name? That British guy? Wait. No, not Saffron. Oh, sorry, no. Jason Statham. Statham. Yeah. Um, like Jason Statham and Crank. Like DC just got a oh, huge yeah. shot yeah, of meth to dose. the heart. Yeah, yeah. And and now they're up and running and you know, it, it's gonna be exciting to see what they do next. Um uh I think the other are you fucking kidding me moment for me is I saw a clip of shuri's uh black panther in action on like the side of a ship or something Mm. and the way that she was moving was some of the craziest shit i've ever seen in my life and i am so excited for wakanda forever um and lastly i'm gonna we have two of the same moments uh ant-man wasp quantumania trailer I wasn't ready yeah. for that. Um, and hilariously, two hours before the actual trailer dropped, I sent MJ a link to the trailer leak. leak from Kazakhstan. So. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's too perfect. But it, yeah, yeah. No, they really nailed that reveal. It's going to be something special, I think. It It's going to do things I don't think we're ready for. Or that we've seen thus far um, in the MCU. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to all of it. And also looking forward to this new format that we're exploring. Yeah, me too. But yeah. on that note, dear listeners, that's, uh, I think, all we got for you today. But, you know, we want to know what you all have been getting hyped about. Like, is anyone watching Rings of Power out there? House of the Dragon? Oh, yeah. I didn't, hype, I didn't jump on either of those trains, but I know some people out there... I've been digging into both. I don't know if I will. <laughs> personally. I mean, the uh, the rings of power is why uh, the queen died. You know, she just she saw that there were elves of color and was like, <laughs> "I can't." She's like, I, this is... <laughs> "She was like, oh, I've subjugated to too many people." <laughs> oh, the rise of the colonies. Tuesday. <laughs> My time is up here. I can't do it anymore. Uh, <laughs> this is not my world. Oh. <laughs> and just in case you were wondering, this is a decolonial podcast. <laughs> uh, we don't watch The Crown here. We, don't. we do not. There's too many seasons, and I'm not entirely sure what it's about. So on that note, dear listener, um, we love you very much. We hope you're doing well out there. Uh, we're not getting divorced so be on the lookout for more episodes 
subscribe, like, rate, review. Um, unless you don't like it, then please keep that to yourself. And uh, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Goodbye. All right, we did it.